you know, what is our purpose and what is our mission? Maybe in, in life or our career. And she talked about the purpose discovery exercise. And this was about really diving back into your life of three life defining moments that happened to you before age of 13. And so we took a moment, we took a pause to really think about some life defining moments that happened before the age of 13. And also thinking about those things that have happened in our life, those experiences that has really molded and shaped us to who we are today. And oftentimes, how we believe ourselves to be, right? Or even limited beliefs, right? Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Before we dive into today's podcast, I want to share information on our sponsor, My Salon Desk. Did you know that 85% of missed callers will not ultimately make an appointment with you, even if you call them back? Whether you are a solo artist or salon owner, missing a phone call from a potential client will cost you and could damage your reputation. My Salon Desk is not your average call center. Their professional receptionists have real experience in our industry and understand our business. My friends, stop playing secretary and get back to what you do best and let My Salon Desk help you increase your client experience and client bookings. Can you imagine working and not being interrupted by the phones? Now you can solely focus on the client in your chair. Here's why I chose and love their service. There's no contract, no charging you per minute, and it's an affordable personal receptionist, virtually. Plans start at only $2.99, and any scripts, call forwarding, reports, special requests, they're all available for an additional fee. All of our listeners will receive a complimentary month of voicemail service with your plan. Just use the code GAMECHANGER. Go to www.mysalondesk.com and sign up today. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. If you have gone to the American Beauty Show, then you're going to totally know what I'm saying in this podcast. If you haven't been, then you are going to have major FOMO. 
So this past weekend in Chicago, we had the American Beauty Show. This was the 99th year that this show has been hosted in Chicago. It's one of my absolute favorite shows hosted annually that is full of inspiration, motivation. It's amazing networking events, parties. I mean, it's all filled with beauty industry professionals and educators. This is our people. These are our people. These are this event held yearly is enough fuel to light your fire for the entire year. Although I would not suggest to only limit yourself to just this show. However, I highly recommend that you attend the show. Now, next year, we're going to be celebrating our 100th year of of hosting the American Beauty Show. So it's one that you do not want to miss. But the reason why I'm saying this is because after attending the show, I was, I mean, I felt on fire. The amount of education and inspiration that I received from the people that I've met the excitement and the relationships that were built. I brought my whole team and we just had a blast together. And I wanted to to dive in a little bit more into the classes that I took and what my big takeaways were. So this podcast is going to be a little bit different because I'm just loosely going through this and combing through my notes of all the things that I learned and retained and what I'm going to be doing with that because Yes, it's important to be a student for life, but at the same time, if you're constantly learning and never doing anything with that information, it's like, what's the point? You've spent all your time, all your money, and are you actually learning and doing something with that? Or are you just going through the motions still or going back to your comfort zone of what feels good even if you're not stretching your skills. So I want us to really think about the time and the money that we are spending and investing in ourselves, or if we're investing in our teams, which if you're a salon owner, you need to do both, then it's important that you are reflecting on the information that has been absorbed and what are you going to do with it? Now, I am probably cut from a little bit of a different cloth, but I live maybe about a good 45-minute drive away, depending on traffic, from the ABS show. But when I left the show after two days of a full jam-packed party, education, it, it just felt kind of overwhelming at the same time. I drove the whole way home with no music on, no podcast, but in silence, kind of like a crazy person. Yes, but it, my mind would, and my heart was just so full that I needed some peace and quiet to really think about the words that were said to me by educators to digest that information. And people passing by, obviously they didn't know that I had nothing playing, but I had this like big smile on my face because you know, with everything that has happened in the world in the past two years, especially to our industry, and to be able to be reunited with your people, the people that understand that it's not easy to create art 
and do a business and to really connect and build relationships with your team and your customers, it's a lot. We are wearing a lot of hats, whether we like it or not. That is the job that we have chosen, or maybe this job has chosen us. So I wanted to bring you into behind the scenes of what it was like for me. So like I said, I've been in this industry for 20 years. I think I've only missed maybe three shows in in 20 years of being a licensed cosmetologist. So this show is near and dear to me and I live it up. You know, I plan out my outfits for about a month or two ahead of time because this is like a huge fashion show. People are very expressive and enjoy showcasing their very best wardrobe and personalities. And it's very, it's it's like a runway show the entire time. Yes, there is amazing shopping. And to be honest, I hardly ever do any shopping. I am way too busy learning, taking classes. You know, there are some really great deals that I know a lot of people will drive in far away from other states so that they can restock and stay on budget. And that is cool. However, if you go to these shows, you got to take advantage of the full spectrum of what the show can offer you. There is so many people with a wealth of knowledge who have been there, done that ahead of you, who are trying to pave the way so that you can be on the road to success, so that you don't fall into as many shortcomings or failures like so many of us have had. And so I encourage you when you go to these events that you take advantage of the education. One thing that was really cool this year at the show was when you purchased a ticket, at least for salon owners, if you purchased a group ticket, the majority of classes were included. They were free. It was first come, first serve. And many of them were offering continuing education. So it, I just loved that they did that and they had an app as well. So it to me, it felt really organized, a lot of great perks of going to the show. So if you did go to the show, um, I hope that we ran into each other and we said hello. If not, make sure to send me a DM on Instagram at Jennifer Jade Alvarez because I'm sorry if we missed each other, but I just totally lived up the show. And so one of the first classes that I attended was called Humanizing Your Brand to Recruit the Right Talent. Now, this class was hosted by Jen and Matt Mar- Martinelli. I believe I said that right, Martinelli. And these two powerhouse couple, they were they are the creators of Canvas Me. Now, if you're not familiar with Canvas Me, it basically is a digital platform where you can showcase your work if you are looking for a job maybe you're a beauty school student and it basically is like a landing page so it can have videos your pictures who you are what you're looking for and different salons and companies who are hiring can find your information and basically identify whether or not they think you're going to be a good fit for them and vice versa as a salon owner, you can also have a landing page where you can showcase all about your business, who you're looking for, and that way you can find a better match of people because I cannot tell you how many interviews and phone calls that I've been on where I'm like, 
God, you don't even know where my salon's located. You haven't, you haven't even looked up anything about my salon. I, why are we having this conversation? I cannot tell you how many times I have wasted my time speaking to someone on the phone who was interviewing. And I just felt like this was just such a waste of time. So Canvas Me is a time-saving platform that you can utilize to help match you up with the right career, your dream job. So anyways, Jen and Matt, amazing people. Make sure to follow them on Instagram. So I really wanted to take advantage of a lot of business classes. As a business educator myself and a salon owner, I know that I don't have all the answers. I know that there is so much more to learn in our industry. Time is just changing so quickly of what stylists are looking for and what salons should be offering and keeping up with technology as well. It is very fast paced, very uh, forward thinking. And so it's important that we are staying on top of mind of these new professionals and just keeping up with the trends of what's happening. So definitely Canvas Me, I thought was an amazing class. I definitely would take classes with them in the future. So I just wanted to bring out a couple of uh, key points that I took away from that that class. And I would say that the the biggest thing was was that we need to be presenting ourselves, whether we're a stylist looking for a job or beauty school student looking for a job or salon owner, we need to really be humanizing our brand, hence the name of the class, because you can't just put out on social media, hey, we're hiring, because that's just not going to work. Or it's just going to bring people to your business that are not the right fit, right? And we need to be hiring people for culture. We need to be hiring people that are going to be fitting within our brand, even if it's a very diverse business, which it should be, right? Because I think that everybody could have something different to bring to the table. So it was very eye-opening to know that, hey, we need to utilize these platforms to really showcase like what does it look like behind the scenes? What is it what does our team look like? Why do they want why does our team work with us? Why does our team stay with us? And what do they like about it? And I thought that that was just a really interesting perspective that it doesn't always have to be just me doing the recruiting that I can also have my team help out with this as well. And I thought this is just so brilliant for newer beauty professionals that they could take advantage of it if they're trying to find their dream job. And it's a free service for them too. So I thought that that was a really interesting concept that we really need to be jumping on this bandwagon of really representing our company different and speaking about our brand differently. Because we we need not only a website, which is what the brand is about, but we need our social media press. Pre- look, we need our social media presence, which showcases why we do good hair, right? Like it shows all of our behind the scenes pictures of hair. And then Google will be showing what does it feel like to work with you? So one of the things that Jen and Matt were saying was that we need four proofs of why we're cool and what is the vibe like and why should they do business or work with us? So what is that story 
that we are trying to tell and using different language, key, key language that really circles back to the culture and your core values and presenting that with videos and um, interviews from your staff and showcasing the work that you really would like people to do in your business. So that was a really cool class. And let's see, what is the next class? I took about, I swear, like 10 classes. So I still have the app up. So the next one that I took was um, building a solid business foundation and a winning mindset. This was done by Mariah Villarreal, and she has been on the podcast before. And if you don't know who Mariah is, she is the creator and the founder of Pink Pewter. Pink Pewter is that really cute hair accessory line that you see at almost all stores. And she was just so incredible with her motivation and inspiration. Now, this is a business owner that has built a multi-million dollar business, lost it all, and then built it back up. And I think that we can learn a lot from business owners that have been there, done that, and have had their failures in, in business, but yet have redeemed themselves. So, you know, those people will show us, hey, don't do this. Make sure that you're doing this. And one of the key points that she said was always pay attention to what the gut says. If the gut is like that doesn't feel right, then that's probably your indication that this isn't the right move for you. Whether you think you're ready to start a salon or you think you're ready to do booth rent or um, I don't know, some type of pivot in your career. If your gut is telling you, hey, this is not the right shift for you, then you want to listen to that because maybe there's a different opportunity lying ahead for you. Another thing that she said that really made you start thinking was she was asking about what makes you feel fulfilled. Oftentimes, we're just going through the motions of we're doing all the things. We're perming, we're coloring, we're cutting, we're doing the bookkeeping, we're doing our social media management, we are doing inventory management. We are, oh my gosh, the list goes on and on. We're, we're doing the cleaning. We're doing the cooking. We're doing all the things, right? And to take a step back and think about what is of those things of um, what I'm doing, what fulfills me? And one of my mentors always told me, there's things that you're going to be doing that is going to fill your soul. And there's things that you're going to do that's going to fill your pocket, but it's a really beautiful thing when you can find the areas that can do both for you. And I believe that it is possible to find that. But identifying the differences of those. Then she asked, what are you doing that you love doing? And then what are you doing that you hate doing? And hate, yes, is a strong word. But it's important that we are really getting in that, that sweet spot of our life of our skill set, of our passion, and following that. Because when you spread yourself too thin or too wide of all the things you're doing and trying to do all the things, there's going to be some shortcomings of maybe the things that you really love or that you're really good at. So it's important to take a step back and identify 
of those categories, what's happening. And one of the things that Mariah um, had said, she was asking questions in the class and there was a lot of people engaging, which is one of the things that I really would love to stress to all of you that when you go to classes, the educator wants you to be engaged. They want to hear your questions. It helps them to be a better educator. It helps them to leave you with some key points that when you leave the classroom, you will be better because of it. I encourage you all, get in front of the class, sit in the front row, take a ton of notes, ask a lot of questions. It's important to really be as present as possible when you are taking time out of your life or money to go to these classes. So one of the questions, of course, I asked her was, you know, when you are going through your career and your life and you're ready to go, um, you're, you have a lot more on your plate that you're doing. What happens when those hurdles or those roadblocks step in your way? And her comment was, don't fear the next step. And I thought that that was great because fear may always be present. You know, for myself, if I let fear get the best of me, I would have never have taken the leap to become a salon owner. And then I would never have been able to have the team that I have now and be able to impact their life. And that's my goal and that's my hopes for them. So you never know if that very thing is the thing that you should be doing. And usually it is the thing that you fear the most. Now your gut feeling is going to be different. That's not necessarily saying like, what if this is bad or what if this fails? The gut is like, this is wrong. This does not feel right. And that's what you do need to listen to. So that was a very cool class. If you ever are looking for motivation, make sure to follow Mariah. She is she is amazing. Okay, the next class that I took was, um, let's see here. I'm going to go to the next day. So I did take a cutting class. Now, um, if you know anything about my background, I was a hair cutting specialist for 11 years. I studied at the Vidal Sassoon Academy. I worked with a coage and we would teach not only product knowledge, but also cutting techniques as well. And one of my mentors with a coage was Eric Fisher. Now, Eric Fisher is such a cool dude. He has been in the industry for I don't even know how long, but he is a salon owner and a beauty school owner in Kansas City. And Eric um, has won many Naha awards, which is um, a huge awarded part of our beauty industry. So he is just a really cool guy. And he was doing some hair cutting on stage with Oscar Bond. And they, they were in the process of selling shears, which I thought was pretty cool. And I just really love watching hair hairdressers who have been in the industry for such a long time, because the way that they cut, the way that they visualize the shape and the way that they comb the hair is just so meticulous and so graceful. So if you look at a very young hairdresser versus somebody who's seasoned, you'll watch how the way that they comb the hair, the way that they are grabbing the hair with tension and control is just so different. And so I just really am always in awe when I watch people like that. Um, in addition, 
you know, one of the things as an educator, I really enjoy looking at the educators of how are they presenting? What is their body language like? Are they walking around on stage? Are they uh, making eye contact with the audience? If you have not seen Oscar or Eric on stage, they are hilarious. I think that I was laughing the entire time that they were speaking because they were just so entertaining, which I thought was a really great way to also sell the shares too, to just really bring a lot of uh, life and love into doing care. So I thought that was really a really cool thing. Um, let's see, what was the other class I took? Give me one second. There was a really interesting lady that um, I'd love to bring on the podcast as well. And her name, she was a part of this company called Empowering You. And her name is Amy Carter. And one of the, the things that she really spoke upon was leadership and building your team, recruiting and retaining. And one of the exercises that we went through that I thought was really valuable was identifying who that perfect candidate is for your business. So asking ourselves, what are the qualities that we are looking for for our business? So this would be a great exercise if you're a salon owner or thinking about becoming a salon owner and you want to build a team. Or maybe you have an on-location bridal company and you're thinking about who's the perfect match for my business. So we went through this exercise of, of thinking about what are the qualities that we are looking for. So if 1 through 10, what are these qualities? So this would be a great exercise for yourself to do, but I'll share with you the things that I wrote down. So the qualities that I'm looking for for my salon, for my team, is I'm looking for people who are hungry, passionate, motivated, desiring of success, moldable, self-aware, likable, enthusiastic, positive energy, and servant mentality. Now, if you don't have a list of one through 10 like this, go ahead and you can still mine if you want. However, these are characteristics to me are really important. Most of these attributes are things that I cannot teach someone. I can't teach you to be likable. I can't teach you to be a, a motivated person, right? I can motivate you, but what will you do with that? There's some people who are just naturally like that and some need a lot more push. I'm looking for somebody who already has that motivation of, hey, I need money. I, I'm going to show up and do my very best. I'm going to be the best hairstylist or esthetician that I can be because I want it for me because I know I'm worth it and I deserve it. I want people who have that uh, personality already and I'm going to put some more fuel underneath them and give them the right tools and resources that will allow them to build a career and build the life that they desire. But when I can identify that perfect candidate, I'm going to have a lot better success with those who I'm hiring. So I definitely will be using that exercise that I learned through Amy. And another thing that we also did an exercise is that um, she asked us to rate ourselves one through 10, 
on where we can improve. So of course, you know, we all, you know, one being the lowest, 10 being the highest. I think this can be really difficult because when you're, when you are trying to, when you are grading yourself, right, we really have to think about, do I really deserve that 10 or I'm just totally kicking butt? And then to also realize, hey, I am like falling short in this area and I need to pick I need to pick this up a notch. I got to get better at this. So a few of the areas that we were identifying was, have we defined our culture? What is our recruiting like? How is our interviews and are they working? What about your training program? How are you with creating dreams and getting your team to dream? How are your systems? Have you developed those systems and processes in your business? And do you know how to have fun in your business? Well, I definitely saw an area of where I was much stronger at some than others. So some of the areas that I felt like I was strong with was dreaming, creating my systems, and having fun. Those were areas that I gave myself a 10 because I'm like, I feel like we are just, we're doing amazing with that. But then I, then I looked at some areas of, well, maybe I could work on this in my business. So my hiring vision and my recruiting vision, those are two areas that I thought, you know what, I got to step this up a notch, which is more reasons why Canvas Me is going to be a part of when we are hiring and recruiting, along with using the 10 uh, qualities that we're looking for and making sure that those are are things that that person attains before deciding, hey, you're going to be a good person, a good fit for our salon. So I would encourage and challenge you all to do something similar like that, where you can take different areas that maybe you know are important of your business and rate yourself. And the areas that you are falling short Either get your team on board with it or or start brainstorming how you can make it even better, right? Because I think that's what it's all about is just making sure that we are moving forward and we're growing because if we're not growing, then we are dying. So that was a really cool class by Amy Carter and um, her company is called Empowering You. So she's a salon owner. And one of the things that really stood out to me too and I I felt that was very admirable of her, was that she admitted that when COVID hit and it was time to reopen, that she lost a huge portion of her staff. And if you're a salon owner who has staff, one, this is probably the one of your biggest fears is, is failing because you don't have the right team. But how do you rebuild from that? And many salon owners are rebuilding from that. At the same time, the resilience that she had and the opportunity now for her to get more clear on who do we want in our business and what is what do our people want as well so it was important that she took that experience that she had in her life and said i'm going to shift the perspective and my mindset of this and figure out what it is of how I'm going to turn this into a successful business. Now, mind you, she lost the majority of her staff. However, that very next year, she was able to do over a million dollars in sales. 
right? From starting from scratch. And I think that, you know, when you have your mindset in the right place and you are resilient with whatever you are faced with, that you can overcome that. And if your mission and your vision is clear and you're clear on who you're wanting on your team and you're clear on how you want to lead them to be successful, then the outcome of financial gain will be there, more profit. So that was very cool. I really loved that. One of the classes I did not get to go to that I went to last year, actually twice, was my friend Ronit. She recently wrote a book on profit first, specifically for salon owners. And I got to chat with her and actually get an interview with her as well. And she is just so brilliant when it comes to financing and building a team. And that is one of my main focuses this year is just really buckling down on my team and making sure that I am providing them with not only the best training, but figuring out what makes their them tick. Why do they get up? Why did they come to work? Why do they want to make money? And really figuring out what we need to do in our business to help them achieve that. And speaking to Roni, she just has such a cool perspective because, you know, she um, was an owner of Maxine in downtown Chicago. It's won numerous awards, uh, widely uh, successful. And, you know, she talks about having profit first, which essentially is basically understanding your finances and your business and knowing how to allocate the dollars to work for you so that it grows. Um, she is just an amazing person. And you can hear my excitement in this. The amount of people that I was able to engage with and to meet with and and say, hey, I want to get you on my podcast. You guys, I am just so pumped for the educators that are going to be coming on the show to be a guest. You are going to just flip when you when you uh, find out some of my next guests that are going to be on the on the podcast. Um, let's see another one. Another class I went to was a it was another Canvas Me class with Matt and Jen, and we went through a really kind of deep uh, exercise that this I think would be really valuable to anyone, whether you're a salon owner or stylist. And it was really cool to have her dive into this. Jen spoke most of the time and it basically brings it back to, you know, what is our purpose and what is our mission? Maybe in, in life or our career. And she talked about the purpose discovery exercise. And this was about really diving back into your life of three life-defining moments that happened to you before age of 13. And so we took a moment, we took a pause to really think about some life-defining moments that happened before the age of 13. And also thinking about those things that have happened in our life, those experiences that has really molded and shaped us to who we are today. And oftentimes, how we believe ourselves to be, right? Or even limited beliefs, right? Like one of the things that happened to me um, before the age of 13 is that I tried out for the cheerleading squad and I didn't make it. And so I had this belief that I wasn't good enough. 
I had this belief that it was difficult for me to put myself out there because I thought, well, if I try, even if I try really hard, I might not make it. I probably won't make it because I didn't make it then, which is such a terrible limiting belief, which is so, you know, so stupid considering that was one, a really long time ago. And two, why would something like that hold me back? But it, this wasn't a negative exercise, but it was more so to reveal that, hey, maybe something bad did happen. But how could we flip the script to say, well, at that time, I may have not thought I was good enough. But instead of just believing that I'm not good enough, I'm going to take that and flip the script and say, because that, because I know that there may be a chance of failure, I'm going to work extra hard in my life and put myself out there even more so because I believe that I am qualified. And so instead of taking that negative thing and just creating it to be a limiting a limiting belief that causes you to take certain actions, what can we do to change that around to say, I'm going to work extra hard. I'm going to go to all these classes. I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to prove them wrong that I am enough and I'm going to believe that I am enough, right? So I thought that was a really interesting exercise. There was a few other things that, you know, I thought of in my life, such as, you know, before the age of 13, I was a troublemaker. You know, I, I talked back to my mom and dad. I got in trouble at school. I just, I just made poor decisions. So either my limiting belief could be, I make poor decisions. I should just be indecisive because I feel like if I choose this or I choose that, either way, I'm wrong. But what if we flipped that around and said, well, in order for me to not make a bad decision, I think about the consequences. I brainstorm the pros and the cons and I make a decision based on facts, not fear. So I thought that was really cool because we could take a lot of things of our past and lay it out and roll it out and say, okay, I can either lay down and die from it, or I can learn from that and say, I'm going to be better. And because those challenging hardship times have happened in my life, that I'm going to take that and become even stronger and be better. Oftentimes, those hardest things that we have gone through in life are the very things that is going to catapult us to the next level in our life. So really powerful stuff. My last class and one of my favorite classes that I went to was with Daniel Mason Jones, and he will be on the podcast very soon, and I'm super excited because he is just one, a super humble guy but an amazing leader, an amazing salon owner. And he just had some really cool stories to share that talks about why he believes that it's important to coach behaviors and what it truly means to be a leader. And I'm not going to share the stories with you of what he said, because I would really love for him to be on the podcast so that he can share you from his words of, of some of the stories. I mean, because the whole classroom was in tears. I'm not joking. I'm not being dramatic. I mean, I got teary-eyed myself 
And um, it, it was, you know, the stories that he shares about, you know, some of the people that come into our salons, how uh, discouraging sometimes or even scary sometimes clients can be. And how do we turn that around to be a, le- a lesson learned or to make a better um just a better overall experience. But some of my key point giveaway was, you know, as an educator, I'm constantly trying to gain more information and education from other people who are, in my book, very inspiring and um, I aspire to be like them. And one of the things that not only he said, but I also heard the same line from Sam Via. I heard the same thing from Mariah, who specifically spoke to me these words. It's not a gift if you don't give it away. And it's not about you. It's never about you because you'll never be successful if it is. So I took that as, you know, keep, keep giving, keep sharing, keep putting yourself out there. And I thought that was just you know, super important to be more authentic and be more vulnerable because you never know that story, that information, if it's going to help someone. So that was my, my, my biggest takeaway. I felt like what I got from Daniel was that you just need to keep giving and be there for your team, show up for your team and and truly lead them. Be calm, be collective, have a plan of action because hope is not a strategy and really pinpoint the goals that you have in life and go for those. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast of my America Beauty Show recap. And I hope this either inspires you to sign up for the next year, which is going to be in April. It's the 100th year. It is going to be amazing. Um, And just to encourage you that it's not just about the shopping. It's about the education. It's about the networking. It's about putting yourself out there. It's about coming home from these shows and saying, I got to kick it up a notch. I'm ready to rebrand. I'm ready to give more. I'm ready to ignite this fire underneath of me that has been only a tiny little flame. I'm ready to prove myself that I can be better and that I belong here in this industry and in this world. All right, my friends, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. If you like the show, make sure that you please leave me a review and I would love to hear from you in my DMs on Instagram. So thank you all so much. Love you. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. If you are loving these episodes, I would appreciate a review on your experience of how this podcast is helping you grow your business so that others just like yourself can learn, grow, and be a part of the podcast. I'd love to get connected with my listeners. So make sure to join me in the free Facebook group where you'll find a community of like-minded beauty professionals that want to grow their business and careers. I'll share with you my top tips, Q&As, and when new podcasts are released. Thank you again for your love and support. It's an honor to be a part of your business building journey.